Welcome to the Vault Studios NFL Podcast, an Australian twist on all things NFL. The boys are cracking into a nice cold beer from Burnley Brewing. Let's join them. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am your host, James Arthur, and I am joined, not every week, but this week in his rotation by the great man himself, Richard Garraway. How are you, buddy? Excellent, James. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very well, and I'm very excited, Richie, because I'm. A lot of people have noticed this is something new in my hand. Um, everyone knows I love gadgets and stuff like that, and as you can tell, there is no wire on my microphone. If you're watching the video, if you're watching, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't tell because you can't see me. Simple as that. So go to YouTube, <laughs> go to YouTube and watch it on there. But this is my new wireless microphone, Richard. This is the world we're living in now. This is how this is this is how the Vault Studio rolls. I now have a wireless mic, so I don't want to say I'm kind of a big deal, but I'm kind of a big deal. I definitely want to say it. You probably shouldn't because you're not a big deal. But I, in like these four walls down here, I am to myself. Myself only. Because <laughs> no one goes down there. <laughs> no, it's my it's my four walls. This is my room. So yes, but I've got a wireless mic. So I'm just testing it out. So I'd love to, if everyone I'd love to know if um the sound doesn't sound great or something like that. Let me know because it's hard to tell. But it's it's different. It's it's more for interviewing. So it's very um it's got a lot more. What's the word? It's not just directional. It picks up a lot more noise. So let me know if I've got the settings right or if I haven't. Uh, firstly, let's start with uh, Breaking Oz Memorabilia, our great sponsor. If you're in the Patreon, it is happening this week. I've spoken to Josh. It'll be happening in the next couple of days, the first helmet break. If you want to get into next month's one, you've got all of December to sign up. So $10 a month gets you in the draw to win a signed uh speed authentic helmet from the boys at breaking Oz. so thank you to all the boys there um i've got a gronk helmet in there right now the gronk rep it's almost full there's also a mini for three spots so i think it's for 12 dollars a spot um for 18 spots there's 18 spots at 12 dollars, and the top three people will get a spot in the main draw so there's three spots to win there so you could go in there and win you've got a pretty one in six chance of winning a spot in the main drawer to win the helmet. So I think there's four spots left in the main one as well. It's 12 spots at $60. So, you know, really low. I tried to go low numbers. So, you know, people have, have a good chance of winning it. So get on there, get to Breaking Oz Memorabilia. Um, if you're not sure where to go, the description for their Facebook group is, their their link for the Facebook group is below. And also thank you to our friends at Burnley Brewing. I'm having the draft tonight. I can't get enough of these drafts, Richie. They're absolutely outstanding. Um, if you're in Melbourne, make sure you head into 648 Bridge Road, Richmond and have a beer and a feed. They're now at full capacity. So get in there, get around them. Melbourne's on the, the – we're almost out, Richie. We're almost out of full lockdown. It's almost been a month without with zero cases. Uh, COVID is almost a thing of the past for us, which I cannot – I didn't think we'd ever get there. Yeah, as long as you don't muck up this uh, new quarantine we started a, a couple of days ago, I'm sure it's – I'm not super confident, but we'll so, see. Sydney, don't freaking ruin it for us. Don't come down and ruin it, people from Sydney, okay? I think we're pretty good at ruining it ourselves last time. So. No, it was all Sydney, I've heard. That's just the rumours. I didn't start them. <laughs> it was definitely Sydney and Adelaide that did it, though. Uh, so, yeah, Breaking Oz and Burnley Brewing, thank you very much for your support. We love you guys very much. Um, let's, get, let's just get straight into it, Rich. Good week of football. I wanted to start in Arizona. Um, they get 
drummed by the Rams. It was close for a while, and they, they bought it back Arizona late. But all in all, LA had complete control of that game. I'm, I'm worried about Cliff Kingsbury. I don't. He's got plenty of talent on that offense, and they do not seem to be humming at all. Yeah, um, and, and if it wasn't for a ridiculous hail mary, they probably would have lost five on the trot. Yeah, um, four and so, one in the past five games is not good. Yeah, and and yeah, as I said, that there was a. If you look back a little bit further. Obviously, they built the beat the Bills of that ridiculous Hail Mary. Mm. And then I think they beat the Seahawks in overtime off the top of my head was the win before that. So, you know, it, it could be it could be far worse. Yeah. Um, now, that being said, you know, I tend not, you know, it's really hard because I, I like Cliff Kingsbury and I think... Um, I think he's the right guy for the job, but they certainly need to do something because, you know, the the defense hasn't looked good either. And and knowing Cliff Kingsbury's got nothing to do with that. That's all the, the, the defense is, um, you know, it'll be the defense coordinator who's doing it over there. So, you know, they got they got plenty of work to do. I think the scoreline flatters both teams. There was the pick six and then the the junk touchdown from the Cardinals. So. Um, you know, as far as I can think, you can take seven off the board for both of them. It could be, you know, it should have been 21 31. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Really. But yeah, the, the score line doesn't, didn't change. So it's hard. I think he's going to have some pressure on him. Now they've got a game against the Giants this week who are bloody Talk red about hot. Later. <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't want to be running into them right now. No. And they do have the Eagles who are probably heading in the wrong direction. Then they face a 49ers team, which who knows by then. And they got the Rams the last week of the year. Now, it may mean little to the Rams that it might mean a lot to the Cardinals, or by then it could be too little too late. Yeah, I'm I'm very concerned. They're just not playing that well. They're, this is the thing where, like, teams, I think, like, we must have been a month ago, maybe after that Seattle game, we thought, you know, Arizona going to run away with this. We were talking, is there a chance Kyler Murray could be an MVP? Is there a chance Cliff Kingsbury could be a coach of the year? they've won, what are they, six games. So they've won as many games this season as they've won the last two years combined. So it's not all doom and gloom for Arizona. They are improving. I think we hold teams to an unfair um, bar now when it comes to coaches. Like, he's only in his second year as the coach. And he's, again, he's won double the games he won last year. He's got a young quarterback who's only in his second year who people were you know, suspect about whether he'd be able to be a good NFL quarterback, which you always are with the, with the quarterback. So their running game's not terrific. Kenyon Drake's is injured a lot. They can't use him. Um, and their offensive line's one of the worst in the league, which we all know it's very hard to run the ball and be consistent um, with, an, with a bad offensive line. He's running for his life a lot of the time. Aaron Donald looked like he was um, playing in a park on his own. It looked like they were just lining up without an <laughs> offensive line in front of him most of the time. His pressures this season are insane. He he should walk. Him or TJ Watt are the walk home defensive players of the year. I don't think it's close. To, anyway, I don't care. I don't care how many interceptions Xavier Howard's had in Miami. It's those two. They're the only two that, it, that can, can be. And if I know they don't do joint, but if they did do joint, it would be very fair. It wouldn't bother me at all. But I think they're not loaded with talent. They got Hopkins. They've got 
poor tight end play. Um, other than Hopkins, they're not loaded at receiver either. Like Andy Isabella, he's he's a good slot guy. He's a good guy that he, he can run fast. That's about it. So Kirk's hit and miss. One catch on the weekend, I'd call that a miss if you're asking me <laughs> just how that. And defensively, they're not great. It's good to see them start, starting to use Isaiah Simmons a lot more. Um, I think he's a really good player, and I think they're going to play him into success. So I'm glad to see him starting to get going a bit. But they lost their key pass rusher, whose name Chandler Jones. They've lost they lost him week three. He's their premier defensive player, their premier pass rusher. They really struggle with pass rush since him. So it's probably unfair. The people calling for Cliff Kingsbury... I think it's too early. Give him, give him next year, and then if he if he struggles next year, and you've got more talent, then maybe walk away. And you're not out of playoffs yet. You probably only have to win two more games, make the playoffs, maybe three. So depending on what Minnesota do, but we'll talk Minnesota later. But their run home is insanely hard. So Arizona have got a good chance here to make the playoffs, uh, but they're, they're in trouble, and they're a young team, and they're, they're free falling a little bit. So mm. let's see how they I go. Yeah, it's because they jumped out of the gate. Yeah, flying. So people had higher expectations for them than what we had preseason. I, I don't know about you, but I think I had them last in the division. I so had them as a wild card. What I, okay. They already outperformed what I thought they could do. So, you know, I think they, they'd like to – what have they got? Four games left. Yeah. So they would like to win, you know, at least two of those. Yep. And looking at their competition, there's every chance to do that. And if they do – yeah, what are they going to fish? Six, that'll be eight wins. It'll probably not be enough for playoffs um, in I the NFC. But I don't think so. it's a marked improvement from last year. You're middle of the pack. I think they've got most of their draft capital. Um, and I'd ask so Arizona onwards fans, and upwards. If, I could, if I could have asked Arizona fans at the start of the season, no matter what was happening, no matter how it was happening, if you could be in playoff contention, like a, if you could be tied for the seven seed with four games left, would you take it? I guarantee you every one of them would have said, yep, because we're in it. We're in it with four games left. And it's and they're it's improving. A, yeah, it's a wild NFL. So anything can happen. I certainly wouldn't fire Cliff Kingsbury. Um, speaking of firing, though, and that's a terrific segue, Richie. I just nailed it. Uh, the Jets. Oh, I forget. If I, if I talk about how good the segue is and it doesn't, it's not a good segue anymore, is it, Rich? No. No. It's got to be a clean transition. Broadcasting 101 there. Chris Tyler would be rolling <laughs> over in his grave. Be furious. But he's not in. Chris, Ty- Chris Tyler's not dead, guys. I don't know why I said that. Um, Jets, they find their scapegoat. Greg Williams, as Dan would call him, call him the fucking cheater. He is he's out. He's a fucking cheater. And he is out for a very good reason. Uh, leading by four points with 13 seconds to go on the weekend. He decides to put an undrafted cornerback on Henry Ruggs, who's not only a first-round pick from this year, but one of the fastest players in the NFL at this point. He puts an undrafted corner on him, gives him no over-the-top help, and all-out blitzes. Um, I'm going to give some credit to Derek Carr on that play. The way he stepped up in the pocket and delivered that ball, it was really, it was a good throw. It was a great play by him. He dodged, he dodged a blitzer and, and threw it. You know, if he gets sacked there, everyone's tearing him apart, but he made a good throw and... Ruggs is, again, showing that he was definitely worth that first-round pick. Um, but the Jets, Greg Williams is gone. I A lot of people saying that he threw the game, Greg Williams, with that call. What interest does Greg Williams have in throwing a game for the Jets? He's not there, or he, he's not there now. So he knew he was not there next year. That, that coaching staff knows the minute that Week 17 ends, they are gone out of New York. So Adam Gase and Greg Williams... 
they're playing, they're coaching for their careers to continue next year, which I don't think either of them, maybe in college, certainly not in the NFL, their careers are going to continue. So calling for he did it on purpose, it, it's just not, it's not real. It can't be because the owners aren't telling him to do it. And, and the big thing is the, the, the days of failed NFL guys just go straight down to college. Like that's long gone because mm-hmm. that career NFL guys don't know how to recruit. And if you think you can have any job on a college staff and not do not be responsible for some sort of recruiting, you are kidding yourself. So you have to, and to be good at it, you have to love it. Yep. Like you've got to be in there doing the sales pitch and being that guy. So I mean, this is the ninth time Greg Williams has been fired or let walk when his contract ends. I should have but times the guys are like, sick as shit. Every team he plays for, they end up hating him. Like, no one likes the guy. Like, I've never heard anyone, anyone involved with the NFL, player, coach, commentator, reporter, anyone come out and say, you know what? Greg Williams is misunderstood. He's actually a really good dude. He's a really good guy. We like Greg Williams. Ever. Never heard it. He he, yeah, I he mean, won six games down the stretch for Cleveland two years ago. And didn't even get a look in for the head coaching job. It was like, thanks, Greg. Thanks for your, thanks for the finish of the season. Um, best of luck where you, where you go next. I think Miami are looking. Have fun. Yeah, I mean, he's and this is as a coordinator too, not as a position coach. Yeah, like the, the list is great. Bills, Washington, Jags, Saints, Rams, Titans, Rams again, Cleveland, and now the Jets. It's <sighs> I think his passport is stamped. I think this is it. I don't think he's going to get another coordinator opportunity again. I just, I don't know how. This team has given up so many points this year. I mean, 27, 31, 36, 37, 30, 24, 18. That wasn't too bad. They did trade away his best player. 35, 30, 34, 20, 31. So many over thirties there. If you give up thirty in the modern half, you lose. Yep. Sorry, you, you, you got to give it. Like, you can't give up more than thirty, and you got to score more than twenty-five. Yeah. That's the that's the rule in modern day NFL. I know they got rid of their best player, but he clearly hated it there, and yep. he wouldn't have played well anyway, even no. if he was there. So it wouldn't. It doesn't matter. And also, we ragged on them for for trading um, Leonard Williams, and we we gave. I was one. I gave Leonard Williams a ton of crap. He's having an outstanding season over in New York, and we'll talk New York later, but another guy they let go. Um, the the rookie yeah. this year, Williams, the defensive lineman who they drafted, you know, top five last year, so in his second year, he's having a terrific year from an interior defensive lineman. So they've got some players. Um, I guess my big question for the Jets are, it's probably one we don't have to get too into today. They're taking Lawrence, aren't they? Oh, you have to at this point. They, they can't so, roll so you, the dice with Darnold anymore. No, no, no. No, so you got to reset. You got to try and trade Donald yep. while you've got some collateral, and you can pretend that maybe you're not drafting, um, drafting Lawrence. So yeah. you do that. Try and get a third. You probably won't. You'll probably end up with a fourth, and that's all you're going to get. But you can get him off your books, and you can trade him with the fifth year option to yep. somebody who might. I think reckon Donald. I think Donald's going to end up being good somewhere. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you know, do you know who? You know who should trade for him? Who? The Saints. Yep. Whacking behind Drew Brees for one more year if he's got it in him. 
Let Sean Payton take Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Actually, you funny. Think he wouldn't do well in that kind of offense. Funny. So I had someone say the other day, "Can you imagine if if Drew Brees never went to the Saints and Matthew Stafford went to the Saints? Because obviously he's, I think his time's up in Detroit, Matthew Stafford. But he's been. Agreed. Everyone said, you know, imagine if he ended up at the Saints with Sean Payton. You were we're probably sitting here talking about Matthew Stafford as one of the best quarterbacks of all time because his his numbers are there. He's just had dog shit yeah. teams his whole career. Yeah. But, with terrible coaching. Yeah. So, so you think about it. Yeah. If you're the Jets, you, you should be able to get something for Dana because you can, you're trading that fifth year option basically because mm. the contract goes with him. So it's a rookie deal. He's cheap. Somebody like a, a team that has a, a, a Tampa type, a saints type. Yep. You've got an older quarterback in place. Um, uh, who else? Colts, somebody like that. Colts, even great Pitts, one. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. So, a team like that trades for him where you've got that fifth-year option, you can secure him up. Jets get a little bit of collateral back, maybe a fourth, maybe a third. If they can get a third, they'll be doing all right because everyone knows they're trying to offload him. Yep. So they, they're not coming from a place of power. You get that trade done and you look at what you've got and you, you trim all the fat, just look at all the big contracts, get rid of them. Yep. And then bring in overpay for talent on the offensive and defensive lines and then draft. Yep. Yep. Agree. And and bring in obviously bring in Lawrence with the first pick. Then you got it the, the the coach you gotta bring in has to be one who's um who he doesn't have to know Lawrence, but he has to know the system that Lawrence runs mm-hmm. and has had success in. Yep. And you try and bring in Either the like offensive what, coordinator that like suits that or did, did, a head coach. With, like what Kingbury's done in, in Arizona. Exactly. Because we can exactly say what we right want. So. He's found, like, Kyler Murray's looked good. He has, he's certainly not, you're not worried about Kyler Murray as an NFL quarterback now. So that's what you've got to no. do. Yeah. So, so Murray ran, uh, it, it's, a, it's a hybrid air raid system, but it, it's the principles are the same. Yeah. And that's what Cliff has been his whole life. That's what he played in as a quarterback when he was at Texas Tech. So, that's the kind of guy you got to bring, and that's really what the Jets have to do. Yep. Yeah, you know, this year's obviously destroyed, um, but I think you can get some value for Darnold. I think he's got – he shows us some flashes, but as he's running for his life most of the time, mm-hmm. and there's no talent out there. There's no threat of a running game. Frank so, Gore is their running back still. I'm sorry. I love um, Frank Gore, and he's a walking Hall of Famer. I'm never going to argue that, but – the guy's done. He's dust. He is a goal line rotational running back at best and good locker room guy, not your starting yeah. guy. And that's Adam Gates making that decision. Well, right now, they need that locker room guy because there mm-hmm. is nothing holding that team together probably except for Gore. Yeah. So you need him for this year. So you just can ride this year out. It's going to be terrible. But as I said, they've got a free agent from the inside out, no flashy people, nothing like that. You can't afford it. Go get the best O lineman and D lineman who hit the market. Yep. Overpay for them. Yep. Bring them in because you're spending no money on your quarterback next year. Or for the next five years. Because he's going to be on a rookie deal. Mm-hmm. Overpay, front load those deals and, and draft your skill guys. Yep. And, and you know, unfortunately, the draft is not as receiver loaded as the last one was. But. You can find those guys. You can find a running back in the third round. Don't worry about that stuff. Yeah. 
get in, inside out. Overpay. Overpay for the trenches yep. in free agency. And Loden, like, Everyone's going to laugh Beckton's at you. Don't worry a really about good it. Left tackle. Mackay Becton looks like he's going to be one of the best left tackles in the NFL for the next decade. He's a superstar. So they've, they've nailed that. They've hit on that. Exactly. Pick. And just try and keep as many guys in the building as you can or get, get rid of the dead weight and try and get. Yeah, I agree with you. I wanted to. Who's the GM there? Uh, it's the same GM. Uh, I've forgotten his name. Is it Douglas? They didn't fight that. Oh, they haven't fired that. They actually really like him. Um, let me have a, I'll oh. quickly look it up. Well, we don't rate Gates at all. So maybe it's coaching. Keep the, keep the front office. Joe, and it's it's, it's Joe going. Douglas. Um, so. Well, they've made good draft picks. So I'm not going to totally blame them. No. And some of the trades have been bad, but. They've got a gun to their head half the time. When players so want out, do? when a guy like Jamal Adams wants out, unfortunately, well, they still got two first round picks for Jamal Adams, but he wanted out. So you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Uh, and, and that's the thing. you've They've got capital. Yeah, use it. So go Agreed. do it. I wanted to talk the Raiders who, again, won, won this game. Oh, are you worried about them? They got, you know, destroyed by Atlanta last week. That they won this game and great. They needed to. Like if they'd lost this game, I'd be seriously worried. I'm looking at their schedule home. They've got the Colts next week at home. I'd say that's a 50-50 game at best for the Raiders. If they play at their best, they should win it. But then they've got Chargers, Dolphins, and Denver. I reckon they're only well, going to go 2-2 two and two right now for the rest of the year. Two of those, two of those are at home. So Chargers, Dolphins at home. And yeah. they should win... Well, they'll definitely beat the the Chargers. I think they, I think, I think they'll they beat the, the Dolphins crap. at home. Yeah, I, th- I think they kick the crap out of Denver on the road because I think Denver are finished by then, to be honest. Yeah, or well, they beat Denver handsomely earlier in the year. Yeah. And as we always talk about, it's hard to sweep. But when it's the last game of the year, and it don't matter for the other team, unless the Raiders it. need it to get in, and Denver go, hold on, let's stop them because that's what let's ruin their division ruin rivals their love doing that. Uh, but I'm I'm, um, I'm, a, I'm a bit concerned about them. I don't think. I, um, I don't think they're a walk. We were saying, you know, again, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, they were going to, after that loss to the Chiefs, we were saying they're walking into the playoffs. They're seven and five. They're in the box seat. Um, Baltimore are behind them right now. Well, hang on just one sec. Mm. I know you say they're in the box seat, but here's the concern for them at seven and five, right? So yeah. the Browns lead the wild card race in the AFC with, at nine and three. Are we going to talk about the Browns later? Yeah, oh, we yes, do. We they're Good. coming up. They're coming up. So, I won't carry on about them now. We'll do it later. Mm-hmm. But they're nine and three. Yep. The, the problem for the Raiders is the Chiefs are going to win the division. So, so the division race is gone. But yeah. in the East and the South, the division races are on. So those two teams or those teams are battling and they're going to battle all the way to the end. So you've got the Titans and the Colts who are tied at eight and four. So they're already a game ahead. And you got the Dolphins eight and four trailing the Bills nine and three, who had the win today over the 49ers. Yeah. So if you're um the Raiders currently, you're out of the playoffs right now, and you and you're a game back against teams who are battling to potentially win their divisions. So they're not gonna go, ah, oh, we're stuck in a wild card spot. Because they can get they, they can get a home, you know, get get in. Yeah, home playoff game, win their division. So those four teams are going to be battling. And here's the pro Raiders who, I'm telling you right now, two wins won't do it. No, I don't think it out will. Out of their four remaining games. I agree. The Dolphins, unless they, they, unless they, they, they got to get the Dolphins and the Colts because they're the two teams that are above them. They got to get three. Now, now they get to play the Dolphins, yep. which is really good. So you can get a game back there. They play the Colts, 
who are yep. also in this battle, so they can get a game back there. But this is not easy for them, and they are not in the box seat right now. They, they have to win three to, 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 to get a playoff spot. And Baltimore in the and the Patriots right are behind them putting the pressure on too. The Ravens are on six wins. I know the Raiders are only on seven, but I think six is too far back right now because you've got to win all four for those teams. It's just going to be too hard. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's actually going to be an interesting run, the AFC. There are three. Oh, it's exciting. There are th- two debt teams that are, or three teams if you include the Patriots they're going to miss out or Colts and Dolphins because I don't think the Browns are missing out it's probably a good time to to you know segue into that the Baker has an absolute outstanding game four, that's his four, best game of his career agreed four touchdowns in the first half um, puts on a show and it's not against a slouch team the Tennessee Titans I know they've got trouble on defense the Titans Clowney's now on IR so he's gone he's gone for the year they really struggle with pass rush. But in a game where everyone was saying, all right, Baker's got to get it done if they want to win this game, he did. And he got it done early, which completely took Derrick Henry out of the game because the Titans couldn't run the ball anymore in the second half. It really couldn't have gone any better for them in this game. And, and I felt proud of him, you, to be honest. When you put 38 points too. up in a half, I'm good on him. He, he was outstanding. Yeah. The interesting thing here is if you just look at the score box – you're going to go, oh, it's actually pretty close. And, oh, the Titans came back a bit it there at the end. No, no, no. It wasn't close at all. This game was over at halftime. It was junk in the it second half. It was basically half. the Browns in slow-mo in the second half. They actually pulled a few starters on that defense in the second half as well just because they've been a bit nicked up. And they're like, you know what? It would take a disaster <laughs> for us not to win from here. And they pulled them. Yeah. Is um, it bag was outstanding? The... Um, I actually think the game plan was, was fantastic. The way they came out, got after him. Jarvis Landry is a way better receiver when Odell Beckham is not in the team. They should just trade him, cut him, get rid of Odell, whatever. Yep. Bye bye Odell. The Browns are a better team without him. They're not more talented, but they are a better team without yep. him. So don't screw those words around. But he Landry becomes the number one target. And the way they use him on those quick outs, those little, I don't know what you want to call him, a skinny streak up the middle of the field when he's yep. in the slot and things like that. Just the way they use him, um, it's fantastic. And what Kevin Skvansky is doing, I- I'm loving it. Like He has identified what his team is good at mm-hmm. and what they can do efficiently. Yep. And that's what he does. He's got two really good backs yep. who rarely go off on the same day, but either he rides the hot hand or he knows which back is going to be better in what they're doing that week, depending on the opponent. Yep. And it's usually pretty obvious early what he's thinking because um, I think um, Kareem Hunt certainly looked like he was getting more snaps, especially in that first half. Well, he's the, he's the passing guy. More than Charlie. Yeah, absolutely. But I think I, I'm loving it. He, he he was such a good hire for the Browns. I'm so proud of them identifying him. You know, where was he? 14 years. I think uh, he was at the Minnesota Vikings before that, just making his way up the ladder. Yep. This is a guy who did it the hard way, stayed in one place, worked his way up. Like, you know, 
and, and he's getting his rewards. And I think oh, I'm going to go blank on the GM's name. Um, oh, so am I. Andrew Berry. Andrew Berry. That's I'm right. Sure that's it. Keep he going. he has put such a good roster together. Like when you look at the signings they've made in the off season, their draft picks. It is Andrew. Who they're choosing to keep. Ah, beautiful. I'm glad I got that right. <laughs> it's one of the few black GMs in the league, so I'd, I would hate to have screwed it up. No, you know it. But he's he's so good. Like I think, um, I think they're actually set up to go places now. Is is Baker Mayfield limited as an NFL quarterback? Yeah, I think he probably is. But if this weekend was the limit, they're going to be okay. Yeah, I th- I don't think. I think limited's probably unfair. I think it's more like he's not. You, you're not going to lose. He's not going to lose your games, but he's not going to win you a ton of games either. Um, and but then on that, like he's kind of that middle of the pack guy where you you don't have to win in spite of him. He'll help you if you put the right recipe together. He will do his part and win you a game, which is not what everyone wants in their number one overall pick, but. You know, I always go back to the. There was a guy who played for the Green Bay what? Packers. For Sorry, tw- just quickly. Yeah, those guys didn't draft him. No, they didn't. They didn't. Um, I, I always go back to a guy. He's AJ Hawk. A lot of people know him. He's a commentator now, media guy. He's on Pat McAfee's podcast all the time. Terrific. He's a guy that was like the six overall pick for the Green Bay Packers, and everyone called him a bust. A, they, oh, he's a bust. He's a bust. He's a bust. Out of Ohio State. He played 12 years for the Green Bay Packers as their starting middle linebacker and played, I think he only missed three games in his entire career. That's, from memory, at some point, they actually moved into outside he to played, extend his career. He played in like five different positions for the Green Bay Packers. He mm. was versatile. He was consistent. Why is that a bust? Why do we, you know, not every player you draft, if you have this ideal of I'm going to draft a guy and he's either going to be a superstar Hall of Famer or he's going to be crap, and that, and then he's a bust. If you have that thought, it's you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna never get because the chances of getting the superstar are, are way too low. There's only three or four in every draft, and they're not always say, in tw- the first round either. A twelve year starter, yep. is not a bust, and uh, like <laughs> hundred hundred tackle a year, sort of sort of inside linebacker. Like you just and this Marcus was back when Russell is a bust. That is a bust. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> there are so many guys that were busts, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, and that's why I think like Baker doesn't ha- he, he, just because he's not going to be the number one quarterback and make ten All Pros and you know like like um, uh, Mahomes is going to be just because he's not Mahomes doesn't mean he's a bust. He's he could be Agreed. a very good quarterback for you and he, he could win a couple of Super Bowls. You can win Super Bowls with Baker Mayfield. He showed us that this weekend, so I enjoyed it. Definitely. I want to have a quick chat about <laughs> Dolphins, Viking, um, Dolphins, uh, Bengals. Not about the before game. you go to could, that. Yeah, yeah. Before you, you go to that. Mm-hmm. I- you're going to talk about the fight, so it's cool. Yeah. Um, Browns are on nine wins right now. Unfortunately, they can't catch the Steelers because they're undefeated. But no, they're they not. They run home. They're not undefeated. Oh, sorry, because they lost today. They're only two My games apologies. behind the Steelers. They can catch I them. Saw the, I saw the end of it. Well, they have one of their remaining four games is against the Steelers, mm-hmm. last game of the year. Um, they got the Ravens this week. Yep. Oh, after you play them tomorrow. So they've got to come off a short week. I don't know what's wrong with them, but they're free falling right now. Mm-hmm. Then they got the Brown. Then they got the Giants, who are as you know, they're kind of frisky. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to play them. No. Then they got the Jets, who are a complete dumpster fire. So I'm going to give them two of those wins straight up. 
They're going to be eleven games. win season. They're, they're home. Coach of the year candidate. Hundred. Oh, lock it. Fancy is winning coach of the year. Yeah, Lock 100% in. coach of the year candidate. Uh, let's get to another guy who's a coach of the year candidate if things move his way, Brian Flores. And I want him to be coach of the year and I want his nickname to be changed to Rocky. This co- <laughs> Is this not the coach that every player wants to coach them? So the Bengals were being absolute cheap pricks on the weekend. I don't know what got into them. They had um, like Xavier Howard and uh, the slot receiver, not, not T Higgins, the other one. Uh, whoever it is, the other receiver, his name, he, he slipped in my mind. They got into it in the first quarter. Punches were thrown. Both got ejected. There were cheap shots all all the time. And then Brian Flores has had enough, and he went out there, and he was making his thoughts very well heard with the uh, Bengals' opposition. I loved it. I loved every – and I know he came out after and said, oh, you know, I shouldn't get my anger. I guarantee you every player is sitting in that locker room going, yeah, that's our coach. He's, he's, he's got our I- back. The, I think, I think the Giants have got their guy, and I think uh, the Dolphins have got their guy. I also think the Carolina. Browns, I think Carolina have their guy too. Matt Rule. I was gonna. I he like was Matt gonna Rule. be the last one I was gonna do. I, like I actually think all all their players seem to want to play for them. Yeah. And if you take the Giants, they didn't start great, but they didn't quit. Yep. So they clearly like playing for him. As you said, I feel like. Flores would get in a fight for me if we were, if we were a schoolyard picked on the same football team. I he's like, you're on my team, well, then let's go. Yeah. I kind of like this kind of guy is. And it's, it's, players play for that guy. Agreed. You know? And I think the Dolphins, like, they're in a pretty good place as far as they're concerned. The, 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 they've got their quarterback for the future. I know there's been some backwards and forwards and all the rest of it, but They've got them. They have him right now. So now they get yeah. So they get to concentrate on other positions. And I know I, I probably people probably listen to this is going God, Richard. All, all he ever talks about is quarterbacks. But it's quite frankly, they're so bloody important. Yeah, <laughs> they're so important. Go and, and ask Denver what seen, they think of quarterbacks. Exactly. Go and ask what Chicago just saw, what they think. Of, what Chicago fans think of quarterbacks. When your best quarterback ever is Jim McMahon, go and ask Chicago what what they think yeah. of quarterbacks. Reckon they if want we Mahomes? look at Denver. If we look at Denver from two weeks ago, it just goes to show any idiot, including you and me, who said, oh, man, even I could hit a screen in the NFL. No. No, you can't. Nope. You can't. No. You're crap. Nope. You're not good enough. <laughs> there are guys who are college guy, quarterbacks that can't hit a screen in the NFL. Exactly. My point exactly. So the it's a bloody hard job. So yep. when you have one, you're set. Because you can worry about other things. And when you don't, it's a terrible place in the NFL to be an NFL team without a quarterback. As you rightly just pointed out, you know, go and ask um, the Bears and, and and some other teams. As you can look at even a dumpster fire of an organization like the Lions committed to mediocrity, which is what I've always called them. They've had one for a long time. Yep. And... They just keep getting it wrong around him. But at least they never had to worry about the quarterback. No, absolutely. And that's, a, again, we, we can talk some Detroit because they get there. I don't want to go in-depth with this. They eliminated Chicago. Chicago are dead to me, Richie. Have they been forked yet? Can I fork them right now if I haven't Actually, forked? that's a really good point. I think you might be able to. I want to fork them right now. They are absolutely dead. I don't care 
they're the nine seed right now at five and seven. They're done. They're they're not catching Minnesota. They're not catch. I don't reckon they're going to catch Arizona. To be perfectly honest, but you can fork them. I'm forking the Chicago done. Bears. But I want to talk about Detroit. They fired Patricia, which I think from day one, I don't often comment on coaches being bad coaches because I'm not in the building with them and I don't know. Like so, especially when they're hired, I don't I don't know if they're going to be bad or not. So I don't like. And it's saying, a really hard job. Yeah, it's it is a hard a job. Really hard job. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like commenting. This is a terrible hire. Matt Patricia was the rare one that I thought straight away this is a terrible hire. He's not a good Me coach. Too. No one thought he was going to be a good coach. Nobody. I can't remember anyone who, who went into bat for him. He had a lot of off field, like had a, some lingering off field issues at the time, which highlighted that he may be a little bit of a sack of shit. Um, when he was fired, there were players and ex-players of the team tweeting the dictator's gone, um, which being called a dictator when you're a coach is never good. You should be a dictator, but you you have to do it in a way that your players want to be dictated by you. Um, mm-hmm. We always bring up Greg Schiano back in the day, the Bucks coach had a, had a winning season and everyone loved him. Oh, you know, he's hard on us, but we like it. And then as soon as they started losing, they hated his guts because no one likes an asshole when you're losing. Everyone loves them when they're winning. And that was Patricia. And then they come out and they get a win, which is it's, it's common for a team to do that. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think it was Daryl Bevel, their offensive coordinator, stepped in and he did a good job. He had some plays. They threw the ball downfield. It was fun to watch. And they beat, they beat a division rival. They The players would get a lot from that. But again, the Bears are in for another terrible offseason. Um, where they're trying to rebuild. And as we said earlier, I, I think it'll be without Stafford. I think they're going to try and trade Stafford somewhere. Again, Saints, go and get your hands on Matthew Stafford. Someone like that, Colts. Mm-hmm. Colts would be great for him. Go and get your hands on Matthew Stafford and give him some... I would love Matt Stafford to win a Super Bowl down his stretch down the last five years of his career. I would love it. He's had, you know, his wife's had brain tumor, which she's fine now, but he hasn't had the easiest life, like the easiest NFL life. He's been injured a lot. And then I'm, I'm burying the lead. He's had to play for fucking Detroit for his whole career, which should be the biggest. <laughs> that, that should be the biggest disappointment and hardship of his life, but it hasn't been. Ask, ask Barry Sanders and yeah. ask Megatron. Barry Sanders retired, same with Megatron, just to get away from Detroit because they couldn't get out. Detroit, do the right thing. Hashtag free Matthew Stafford. That's gonna be that's gonna be my offseason move. Get him out of there. But well done, Detroit, and goodbye, Matt Patricia. Good riddance. Uh, While we're talking about Detroit, yeah. I'm gonna fork them. You're forking them. <laughs> I know they big fork. That's a that, that's a huge that's a huge fork, Rich. You're really going on a limb there. <laughs> Make a run. Well, I'm home. surprised we hadn't. I'm surprised you hadn't done it already. I probably would have done it. Um, a couple of weeks ago, week 11, when you forked the Patriots and I forgot to fork someone that week. Yeah, so you forked them. The Good. Lions probably escaped this for a week or two, but so they're definitely forked now. You've got one more forking that you've, you've got to do tonight as well. So I, th- I think we've almost done. We've I think we're going to run out of teams to fork. We're going to have to start forking playoff teams. Uh, um, do you man, know, I've already forked the Chargers. Do you know who we can't fork? It's Washington football team and the Giants. Like <laughs> NFC East <laughs> just... Upsets. I hate the NFC East. I hate them so much. Uh, so Washington decided to end Pittsburgh 11 and 0 run today. The Alex Smith led Washington Red uh, football team. Who look? They are a terrible offense. They are so boring to watch. But what we knew, and this again, a team that's building from the inside out. That D line is ferocious, and they. They dominated this game against Pittsburgh for large patches of it, and Roethlisberger and the and the and the Steelers didn't have an answer. 
there was a loss coming for Pittsburgh. I had on my originally on the rundown, Rich, we need to start talking about undefeated for the Pittsburgh Steelers and the, the Washington ruined that today, which was was good. Not anymore. Um, did you see the Bob Greasy of the 72 Dolphins having his glass of scotch in front of this, the final score on his TV? Lo- I love how well, I love how, how much the 72 Dolphins still love ragging on teams that can't do it. Um, but yeah, Washington did that. And then you've got New York who even more impressively go into Seattle and win 17 to 12. Both these teams are dismal offenses like can we keep in mind Colt McCoy was a starting quarterback for the Giants this week we can't even rag on Daniel Jones because he's out injured and he was dreadful and the nice way of saying he was dreadful which all the all the beat writers and reporters are saying is he did enough to win he didn't have to saying he didn't have to win is saying he didn't lose it that's what they're saying you know you know what Colt McCoy is what he is a professional quarterback. He's a professional quarterback. He can stand in that's, there that's and hand the that's ball That's what off. he is. Um, he plays football and he is paid to do it. Yes, he's a professional quarterback. He'll end up playing for... F- this will buy him five more years in the NFL, Colt McCoy, because he'll be like, hey, remember when I beat Seattle in Seattle with that Giants team? Won the NFC East, remember that? That's what they'll be saying. But the East is wide open. Upsets galore. Maybe another one tomorrow? <laughs> Well, I know you don't want it to happen because you want McCarthy to be fired. Richie, you know me well enough. I always want my team to win. I don't care what the. I don't care about draft picks. If they win tomorrow, I will be ecstatic. I will be happy about it. I will not be disappointed because it'll be cool. I like winning. It's hard to already forked them, but yeah, um, they're not winning the division. You and I, you and I have talked about. I, I flagged this. Um, when the last Ravens game got moved, I'm like, this suits you guys, like. They're not going well. Like that no, organization is it in disarray. Su- it didn't suit us at all. It allowed Lamar Jackson to come back. That's why they moved the game so Lamar Jackson could play. I don't think it's going to matter. He's not playing well. Uh, he is going to run absolute riot on our team tomorrow. Like I'll, I'll be shocked if he doesn't rush for hundred yards tomorrow. This is their get right. This is this is make or break for the for the Ravens tomorrow. We're going to know what they've got. They they need to destroy. The Cowboys tomorrow, and I think they will. I've got no. I'll watch this game, and if we win, I'll be I'll be wrapped. It'll be fun. But the Cowboys are the 16th ranked team in the NFL right in the NFC right now. The only three teams that rank below them are the Bengals, the Jaguars, and the Jets. They're the fourth overall pick right now in the NFL. So they're a terrible football team. And Richie, I know who your next fork should be. It's the other bottom mm. dweller of the NFC East. The Eagles, the Eagles, who got pummeled by the by the the Packers, they ended up benching Carson Wentz. We haven't heard if they're coming back, but I, this is this is Washington and Giants division to win. Do they still play each other twice? I have a serious feeling they play each other twice still. Momentito, you get it up, but yeah, I, I, it was good fun. No, they're done. They played, played each other, each other twice. Have, have they split? No, Giants won both. So Giants are in the they're in the box seat. Tiebreaker. They're in the box seat right now. They're five and seven. Ooh. So are the so are the Washington football team. I don't know if you remember three weeks ago when you and I were talking about this crummy division, mm. and we'll but it's it's the Giants division to win. I'm well. This game was you. one we definitely didn't think they would win in Seattle. Who have they got left? Who are their last four? I know they've got Dallas. I think they've got Dallas next week. No, they finished with them. So they got the Cardinals at home, Browns at home, Ravens on the road. Cowboys at home. 
That's a that, that's not an easy run home. I think they only win two of those games, Max, personally. Well, if they only win two, then Washington has to win three. So can you find me three wins for Washington? 49ers on the road. Mm. Seahawks at home. Mm. Panthers at home. Eagles on the road. Yes, I think they, they need can. three. I think they can beat the 49ers. The 49ers have Nick Mullins playing quarterback for them. I'm, I'm sorry, Nick Mullins they, isn't. Yeah, I think they can win three. I think they can beat they can beat the Eagles comfortably, and they can beat the Panthers. Panthers. The Panthers are dog shit. The Panthers are done. Their season's over. They're, they're not a good team. I, I like where they're going, but they're not a good team right now. Um, I, said, I, I, I like Matt Rule, I said earlier, but they're, they're not a good football team. Um, you know, they're four and eight. I, I think it's the Giants. I think the Giants just have – I think they've got that tiebreaker up their sleeve. I think they'll probably – realistically, they probably both end up with six wins and the Giants get in. I'd say that's the thing. The bottom line is none, none of these teams deserve to be in, in the – Wait, they've already got five. You're saying that each only win one more. Sorry, I think, they, I think they both probably end up with seven wins. And uh, Yeah, Giants I think they both go two and two. Yeah, I And think so Giants win the tiebreaker. Agreed. What I would love is that the Giants need a win in week 17 against the Cowboys to get the division and the Cowboys go in and kick the living crap out of them and let Washington win because <laughs> I'd much prefer Washington to be in there. Than, I, I, I want Alex Smith in the playoffs. I'm enjoying Alex Smith. He's been through the shit, like absolutely. Um, he's comeback player of the year now for me. I don't care what happens down the stretch. I think you should get it. The fact yeah, that he started five games and played to do – he's boring as batshit to watch, but he's always been boring. It's not the injury that's made him that way. Check down Charlie. Um, yeah, but I, I'm I'm glad, you know, he'll be a backup quarterback for some teams you know, in the next the next five years, and he deserves to be. And good, good on him. It was awesome stuff. And good on Washington for those wins. And good on Giants. Both terrific wins. They're season changing wins. They're a team that now you know now going into the playoffs, you can go in and go. Well, hold on a second. The Giants are the four seed. They'd be playing the Seahawks at home right now. Everyone will be going back. You know, they went into Seattle and beat them. They're not an easy mm-hmm. beat now. Neither of them are. They're kind of fighting, finding their zone. And unlike the Eagles and the Cowboys, Washington and the Giants have something about them. For the for the um, Washington, it's their defensive front. They're very strong up front. They're good pass rushers. For the Giants, it's the opposite. It's, it's the back end of the defense. Their safeties and um, corners are really good, are playing really well. And their D-line solid. Len, Len, Leonard Williams, I mentioned earlier, he's playing at a really high level. They've they got to get him locked up now. He's going to get big money in free agency. You know, maybe the Jets mm. should try and pay him to come back. But this is what I mean, like, They've found some identity, which is cool. And the Giants are doing without Saquon Barkley, which, again, comes down to my point of ne- never pay a running back because Gorman's been – and Gorman and Alfred Morris got it done this week for him. So, um, you know, it's interesting though. What else is interesting? I want to move on to a bit of Offensive Rookie of the Year talk just to, to wind up the show. Have you seen Jefferson's stats? Yeah, they're crazy. He's winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. I, I know that um, – what's his name? Guy had long hair, now got short. Herbert. I know Herbert's Herbert. had a terrific year, and I know he plays quarterback. Jefferson right now is third in, fourth in the league in yards behind Metcalf, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. He's had 61 receptions. So, he's at, so put it this way, him and Metcalf are both around the same average. They're averaging almost 17 yards a catch. He's had 19 plus 20 catches, 20-yard catches, which leads the NFL, and seven touchdowns. I, Justin Jefferson's the best rookie this year. It's, and there's, yeah, it's not even close. He, he's very good. 
I think he's rookie question. of the year. And they got a they had a they had to go to overtime against the Jaguars. So credit to the Jaguars, they're still playing really hard. And I want to give credit to our Aussie man, Adam Gotsis. He's playing really well, Adam Gotsis. He's having I think a, it's a re- better good the year. scheme suits him better than the one in Denver ever did. But he, he's just having a straight-up good good season. He's just playing really yeah. well. He's going to get a contract next year. I, I hope he gets not not that one-year deal again. I hope he gets a good deal because um, I think the back end of his Denver years, he was injured, and that's what hurt him. And the scheme yeah, didn't suit him. Up. He needs to play in that kind of this, you know, that that hybrid interior guy. I think that's what he needs to be. Yeah. He his last year in Denver, he finished with a knee reconstruction. Yeah, so you know, or knee surgery at least. Sorry, yeah. I don't know if it was a reconstruction, but, but definitely he, had knee surgery. He's playing well, and credit to the Jags. But oh yeah, I'm. I didn't. I didn't want to linger on this for long. I Justin Herbert shouldn't win Rookie of the Year. He's had a good year for a rookie, but like Jefferson's had a good year for a player. He's going to be an All Pro receiver at this point. Yeah, so if you like him, you should get on him now because the odds are still okay. Mm. Herbert's the favorite. Joe Burrow obviously can't can't win now. Um, Justin Jefferson is second. Antonio Gibson, Chase Claypool, um, Tua, and then James Robinson, the running back of Jacksonville, rounds out any guys who are even close with okay odds. Yep. Um, I think... It should go to Jefferson. I'd like to see it go to him. Um, if Herbert even plays okay on the way through and they pinch a win or two, um, he'll probably pip him. But if they lose out, which quite frankly the way the charges are going, there's every chance, Yeah. Um, then I think Jefferson should get it. I agree with you. I'd like to see it go to a non-quarterback because he's been exceptional this year. Yeah, agreed. Uh, last... I, last one I want to talk about, Anthony Lynn, charges just demoralized. I, I don't even know if that's a, a strong enough word. Destroymalized by the <laughs> Patriots. I'm making up a new 45 zip. I know we talked about Herbert. He was terrible in this game. I I like what the Chargers have been doing, and I like I did earlier in the year, and I like their talent. So I, sorry, I'm, let me rephrase that and start again. I don't like what the Chargers have been doing, but I really like their talent. You can't put their defensive troubles just on the fact that Derwin James isn't playing. It's not fair. They, you know, Joey Bosa, who I thought was struggling this year, isn't. He's actually having a terrific season. He had three sacks last week. He's been great. So it's not the talent on the team. Wide receivers, Keenan Allen, one of the best in the NFL. Mike Williams has been great this season. Austin Eckler is a great running back. Hunter Henry's a great... They've got talent everywhere. Well, Eckler's been out for ages Agreed. with hamstring. Agreed. But this is... like You can't have this happen to you. The Patriots scored 45 points, Richie, with their quarterback passing for under 70 yards. Cam Newton, yeah. 12 of 19. How many times has yards. that happened? It's dreadful. Dreadful, dreadful. Like 291 total yards to 258 total yards. If you lose 24-21, I'd get it. But 45-0, you lose that game. I'm, I'm they, sorry. They have to pour so much money into their O-line. It's a bad offensive. Or draft capital or whatever. It, it's awful. It's not like the Patriots are a dynamite team. <laughs> no. Let's, let's be honest. They, you know, they scored on a couple of runs. Like They're just 
Oh, they threw a pass to an offensive lineman at one point, a touchdown to an offensive lineman. Say so the Browns. Yeah. Two, in, two in one weekend. But like, this was not a good game. For the, the Patriots should – you look at everything that this game tells you and you watch this game, you would they not – They had two block kicks, for God's sake. Yeah. Two. Just horrible like, stuff. what's going on? Horrible. Like Jared Stidham got in at the end of this game. That's how bad it was. So, I, like, I like Anthony Lim, the person, and I've said this for a few weeks. I loved him on Hard Knocks. He comes across as a really genuine, good coach. He's an ex, he's an ex NFL special teams guy that's worked his way up. There's a job for him somewhere, but I don't think it's as head coach as the LA Chargers, and I, I, it sucks because I, I do. I really like him. There's coaches that you're kind of a bit chipper about, like Matt, Matt Patricia won when they get fired because you're like, that, you know, he deserved it. Anthony Lynn probably doesn't, but I just don't think he's done a good enough job to keep his job there. Simple as that. It's it's that simple. And, you know, that's how the NFL works. They work on wins and losses and he's not getting enough wins or losses. Sorry, he's getting enough losses. He's not getting enough wins. <laughs> no near. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what's wrong in LA, but they've got, they got the talent. They've now got the quarterback. They've got to fix it. You gotta fix it. Reboot with the talent you've got now, because that coaching job is very attractive. Get a good, get yeah, a good coach in now. Yeah, one of the most. If you yeah. get fired, he's one of the most attractive jobs in the league. I'd say. Well, I don't want to coach in Atlanta. No one's banging I, down the door for bloody Detroit. I promise you that. I don't. No, nah, I don't want that job. I don't. I mean, the most attractive job in the NFL should be the Dallas Cowboys. They should fire Mike McCarthy. <laughs> and then there should be coaches lining up at the door to get in the building with that talent, but they won't. Cowboys won't. Any of them are any of them are over fifty. Don't even interview. No, them. you know what? Get trade McCarthy for Cliff Kingsbury. I'll take Cliff Kingsbury. I'll take him. I'd love to see Zeke in Cliff's system because there, I think Cliff just throws it all the time, which isn't doesn't. True. He's just got no running backs and no O line. I would love to see um, this. This is going to shock you. I would love to see Josh McDaniels come and coach Dak and Zeke and that Cowboys offense. I, I'd love it. He, uh, he's he's just taint, tainted to me now. Yeah, oh, he's a total sack of shit for what he did to the Colts. But you yeah. know what? The, the Colts won out there. I reckon Frank Reich's outstanding coach. So I think they got the agreed. It worked out for them, but it was that was a a snake move that will go down in history that- as the snakiest move I've ever seen in, in football. That's the thing, though. So if if that's your personality, like you you have no, I don't even know what to call it. Like, surely you, you yeah. talk to your own organization before you accept a job from another team. That's what I mean. Like, I, I, it's I, just I, gross. You took he, you took the job to be a head coach and yeah. you negged on it. Surely, it's like, gross. surely, Bill, he went and said to Bill Belichick, "Look, I'm I'm going to take this job." And I find it hard to believe that Bill Belichick then and there didn't go, no, I want to keep him. This is what I'm going to do. I find it hard to believe that. I think they knew. I think he knew what he was doing. I think when he told him I'm taking this job, he went, no, no, take it. But this is the deal. I I guarantee you that behind closed doors, we'll never know this, but Mm. they knew exactly what they were doing at the Patriots. Let's just screw the Colts over one more time. Let's do it. Well, Belichick's done it as well. So Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Um, That's it for the show tonight, guys. Richie. Thank you, as always. It was My pleasure, uh, mate. delightful. I've got the two knuckleheads back in the studio next week. So <laughs> anyone who watches on YouTube, apologies for the video last week. I couldn't put it up because for some reason it decided to record the video through my web camera's um, microphone. So when I listened back, uh, 
to say it sounded dog shit is probably an understatement. It sounded like I was, we were all in a tin can. So um, we'll definitely get, I'll get that sorted out for next week and make sure it's set on the right settings for, for once. It, you know, I didn't check it, so that was my fault. Um, but yeah, we'll have the boys back in the studio next week. Breaking was memorabilia. I saw a couple other people have almost filled that um, that Gronkowski helmet. So if you want in, I suggest you get into that mini quickly to try and get one of those three spots because there's only a couple of spots left. So. By the time you're listening to this, it could be filled. So get into Breaking Oz Memorabilia's Facebook group. Um, it's in the descriptions below. So get in there, get into that and get to get that helmet. And um, patrons, look out for the helmet break this week. I'm really excited to see what you guys are going to get. I can't wait to see the patrons, see if they what helmet they win. It's so cool to me. Um, and thank you to the boys at Breaking Oz Memorabilia. You know, we're just forever grateful for what you've done for the studio so very much appreciate it um and as much as we do appreciate them we also appreciate our friends at burnley brewing picking up some beers this week so richie i'll do some drop off for you do you want, do you want some Thank coffee you. beers you, you don't like the coffee beers do you i'll just keep all them to myself <laughs> okay cool i'll take your laughing as a grant. thank you smiles are always agreeing for me <laughs> yes. i'll uh, i'll put together a little pack for you and drop it off um, and thank everyone out there. Make sure if you're listening, give us a rating, subscribe, share what you can around, guys. It all helps. Um, but overall, thank you for your support and thank you very much for tuning in week in, week out. Um, we love our our little – I don't like to call it fans. I like to call it our community, Richie. I feel like the Vault's got a really good oh. community right now. We all – everyone talks to each other and a bit of banter goes on and back and forth. And I, that's what I love about it. That's what I – that was my goal for the Vault when I started it. Um, I think we're not unreal, unrealistic enough, Rich, to think that – we're all going to end up doing this as a full-time job. It would be great if it happened, but I wanted to, because I love talking football and so do you, Rich. So thank you to everyone out there that likes talking it with us and likes listening to us talk about it. We appreciate it. Um, and Richie, we'll see you in two weeks' time. Look forward to it, mate. Speak to you then, buddy. Thanks for tuning into the Vault Studio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to keep up with our video content, head over to YouTube, subscribe, and click the notification bell. Thanks for listening.